Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am a CPA turned stylist, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and my love for coffee exceeds my love for high heels. Each week, you'll hear tips about how others confidently present themselves. This podcast is going to be your superpower for your life and career success. Let's dive in. My friends, welcome. Welcome to today's episode of Office Flip Flops. My name is Francesca Zampaglione and I am your host. And I am so grateful that you're here for today's show. You know, it's almost been a year and I can't tell you how much I've loved this journey. I've loved meeting all of you and talking with you and listening to what's important to you. And today is a person who's very important to me in my life. And at the end of the show, I can almost guarantee that she'll be an important person in your life. So today's guest is Kandida Sisak, and you'll hear her story. She has over 55 years of experience, and one of her tenants is to be a lifelong learner, which is personal to my heart. It's one of my three personal tenants, by the way. And what's incredible to me is that she is not stopping. She is going for her PhD in something completely different, completely different than what she's been practicing. But what I love, what I love about her energy is that she is meant to help others. Her journey, her career has been selfless and the most generous. And I have to tell you, I only read about people like this in books, about how you should be. And Condita is a perfect example of that story. I'll see you at the end. So I am indeed one of the luckiest persons in the world. The person who I have today to round out my first year of the podcast is a very dear friend who is one of the most generous people I know. Kandara, please introduce yourself, your wonderful self to the audience. Thank you, Francesca. Well, your compliments make me blush. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. Um, basically, um, if my career has evolved over the last 55 years, um, I never stuck to one part of my career as I saw fit. I would either leave companies, start a company, join another company, um, have titles, don't have titles. I wanted to do what I enjoyed the most. And in between that, I found that I enjoyed helping people. Uh, just as a hobby, just as a connector. And I got very good at it. And I think for me, my career has been the connections. Um, Doesn't matter what the titles were. Doesn't matter CFO, CIO, VP, you know, corner office, no corner office, work from home, do Zoom. But the joy was always in connecting and supporting and helping other people. Wow. So my friends, you should know that Candida is quite humble because she has helped hundreds, if not thousands of people in this energy that she brings to everybody because you truly want to help people succeed and you see very clear and direct and purposeful ways to do that, which is the magic behind your work, Candida. So, um, and with all of this leadership, I'm sure you see gaps, right? I'm sure you see where we can do better as leaders. And that is something that you and I talked about like what can we present today that other people might not think about and maybe they see and they don't act on it so how can we help leaders become better leaders in your sense 
I think many, many times when I looked at even leaders that I reported to or clients that I work with is the selfish factor. Selfish mm. factor is still there. They make decisions out of some hidden selfishness without them realizing it. It doesn't work well if you're a leader. There's books on, you know, leading from behind, leading from the front, leading from this. But if you can get rid of being a selfish person, and I don't mean that as a negative, because we all are inside ourselves, then right. you lead with what's needed for that project, that organization. Yeah, that's huge because that is unlike anything anyone else has mentioned. Do you think, now if we try to see where that selfishness comes from, is it from fear, from lack? Like, do they fear that they're not going to get it if they worry about other people? What, what's your sense on where it comes from? Um, I think it comes from your schooling. It comes from birth. It comes from home. Mm. Uh, Self-centered, selfishness. It gets carried to the workforce. Um, you look at things, you know, will this be good for my career? Then I'll do it. If not, too bad. Is this really helping your subordinate? You're the person that's reporting to you. Or are you making that decision out of selfishness? Mm. You have to look within yourself to say, Am I doing this for the best of the team, the company, or am I doing it for selfish reason? It could be money, it could be enhancement in career, it could be all those things. But I really believe if you're not selfish in your decision, you'll get to where you need to be because everybody will push you there because it's the real team. Because it's the real team. I love everything that you've just said because one key thing is you have to look within yourself. Uh -huh. You have to look within yourself and know that there's plenty of room for everybody to succeed, right? Yes. So how do, right. And how do we, how do we become the hero? And that is just to look out for other people along with yourself, because, you know, you've heard that saying it can be lonely at the top. Well, we're trying to avoid that because how did you get to the top, yeah. <laughs> right? So did you get there because you succeeded, because your team did what they were supposed to do on projects or whatever the case is? Or did you get there because you climbed to the top? Were you right. pushed or did you climb? Right, right. I think it's such a learning experience for all of us. So maybe initially coming out of college, and I'm sure you talk to college kids as I do, you know, their initial motivation is money. They want to get a job. That's why they go to school. But coupled with that, they should think about their purpose. Their purpose should, their sole purpose should not just be money, right? Yeah. Correct. And how do you, yeah, right. And how do we guide yeah. people into to knowing that that's just part of the journey. The journey really is bringing people with you. That's what That's we're right. saying here. So do you have any examples perhaps of a story that we can share that would help people see that story, uh, that fact that we're making here? There's probably a lot of stories going through my mind and I guess you right? pick one that's <laughs> sweet, right? <laughs> yeah, well, if it's an extra minute, it doesn't matter, but one that, you know, really punches the point. Um, If I look at how 
I led, if I look at me, mm -hmm. I was always very blessed to report to managing partners or CEOs of companies that allowed me to build a team and lead. Mm. But the team always got the credit and it's somewhere in the process of the project or whatever it might be, at the end is when they would realize that I was behind them succeeding. And because of that, eventually, I would get the accolades of whatever, uh, whether it was you know good bonuses or whether it was the corner office. But I never talked about myself. I always talked about the team. Um, and today, when I still run into some people that are still working, that reported to me, they'll always say that, that they never understood that till the project was done, that I was not getting the credit, I was giving the credit. And because of that, it was moving forward. It's almost like an admiral on a ship. Mm. They don't, they're looking forward strategically so they don't hit an iceberg but everybody else is working on the ship to get it there. But at the end, the admiral gets the accolade because he or she is the admiral. Right. Um, and I think I just learned that just by being raised the way I was, Right. Uh, by coming to America and having to survive. And I realized I'm not gonna survive if with a bad accent if I start telling people what to do. So in a sense, I did positive thing to let them do it so that I could go on. I could yep. move on my career. And yep. once you move your career, the money comes, the accolades mm. come, the awards come. And I never ever felt comfortable getting the credit. I think that's just me. Mm. You do anyway. You do anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. And your purpose is so incredible. And I think motivating for everyone listening that it is so important to take care of the people who are behind you next to you in front of you. Like, that's why we're here. It is something I mentioned to you when we spoke initially is like, we're not alone. I'm not alone. You know, my life is more purposeful when I know I'm here for other people. And I, I sense that from you as well in that, like, I, I didn't do it and get ahead of everybody. It's like, I didn't worry about that. I just worried about getting the project completed, supporting the team. And then the titles and the accolades came later. So that's that amazing, yeah, beautiful, yeah. long-term thinking that we all need in career success, right? Yeah. 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 I love, I love those stories. Um, you know, like I said, in the beginning, my friends, Candida is so humble because her leadership skills brought her to where she is today and continuing to help people with this thought process um, there's so many stories of how you started, but she also mentioned coming here, you know, immigrating here. And like you said, you don't speak with an accent, right? You lost it. Yeah. You lost it, right? Because you didn't want to be discriminated against probably. And just to show everybody that we fit. It's important for us to fit in, but also stand out and help others. Yeah. I think I, I did lose it. I didn't go to college till I was in my thirties. Mm. So I think between the reading, writing, um, not sleeping four hours a night, working for Deloitte, trying to get my career on a better foothold, um, I was forced to talk more in English and write. And little by little, I started thinking in English and speaking in English instead of thinking 
in Italian and converting it into English, which allows you to keep your accent. Right. But, um, it's, um, there was always discrimination in any immigrant city that got settled by immigrants. Right. You either use as a chip on your shoulder or you learn to ignore it and focus and push through and mm. be a good person and get to where you need to be. I love that. That is definitely going to be in the top three. You use it either as a chip on your shoulder uh -huh. or something to work through. I think that goes with a lot of things that we have either perhaps that we've had happen to us. You know, there's some adverse experience getting hurt, injured or fired, terminated or whatever. We could hold on to that and let it bring us down or know that it was a gift. Uh -huh. That Correct. it was a gift and it's helping us move forward. So I think this is an incredible reminder that things are going to happen to us. And if they don't, how bored are we going to be with life? <laughs> so right. take it in stride, right? This is, we're just, our journey is not just about ourselves. It's about other people. And if other people are an important part of your journey, it's not lonely. Ah, beautiful. That is so true. Other people, right. Because we're not alone no. and we should, and we should never sense that, you know, maybe we need to heal. Like you said, look within ourselves, like you said, a few minutes ago, and then uh -huh. see how, what we need to bring forward to yes. help other people. This is so incredible. I love this so much. And life um, improvement is consistent. It doesn't right? stop when you're 60, 70, 80, or 90. You can always improve how you look at things and how you look at the value of life and what it brings to you especially as we're in our 50s, 60s, and 70s, you know, yeah. right? Especially as we approach different, we should always have that mindset shift and allow mm -hmm. it to say, okay, yeah, this is actually okay. And what I'm going to inject here is something that I found out about you last week mm -hmm. and how you never stop learning. And she's the little smile there for those of you who are just listening today. She's, you're going for your PhD. I think that is amazing, right? Yeah, especially since it's not technology or business, it's going to right. be in the in the arts. And I've been writing poetry for, I guess it's 40 years now. And I studied poetry and I put it away, brought it back and doing the pause, this great two year pause, I brought it all out and I started cleaning things up. And then I realized I need to do something with this. And thus I continued to work on it. I am so impressed and so there's so much more for us to look forward to with you. It's just, I'm so excited to, to know you and honored to be a part of this because I can't wait to see that stuff come out. Uh, and I heard a, and heard a little bit of it. So I'm looking forward to more of it for sure. Um, but in all of these business meetings, Candida, and uh, you're dressed so well today, do you have a favorite piece of clothing, an article of clothing or an accessory? And how does it make you feel when you put it on? I usually panic if I forget my earrings. I can forget <laughs> my pearls. I can forget my necklace. I can forget my watch. If I forget my earrings, I drive back home. Do you and really? That's the guy. So when I used to travel a lot between Princeton, King of Prussia, I always carried my gold earrings as a spare because, you know, if I'm in King of Prussia, it's an hour and a half to get back home. Right. I'm not going to do it for the earrings. And I have been known to go into the store and buy earrings because I didn't have the spare. Earrings is probably the most comfortable thing for me. 
I love that. So do they bring on a sense of confidence and completeness? Is that, is that it? What do they uh, do for you? I feel like I'm dressed. <laughs> Even with the suit, I feel like it completes the, the look. Um, and and it, the, the pendants or the pearls or whatever is not part of that, but the earrings for me are part of that. That's right. You know, I think that comes to do comes with our heritage because I feel the same way. I mean, your ears were probably pierced at a young age, right? How do you remember? Uh, Twenty-one. Uh, oh. I was not pierced when I was born, like most uh, right. other Europeans. Yeah, nope. Oh wow, it wasn't and, for a while. Nope. Yeah, and then when I got them pierced, and that was it. Because I used to wear the other earrings that are not pierced, and that constantly between my glasses and that, they constantly went flying. Oh yeah, they and they but, hurt too. They yeah. like pinch the then, they're quite too right. tight. I feel like, why am I suffering? There's something called pierce earrings. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much because I feel the same way. It, it completes the look. It, it's well, it's a finishing touch. Yeah, it's a finishing it touch, which I love. But you know, my friends, we kept this brief because that's the essence of this podcast. Um, Condita and I could just talk all day because she has so many incredible tips. But if someone wanted to continue the conversation with you and get to know you better, where's the best place for them to find you? They can find me on LinkedIn under okay. Condita. I don't think there's too many Condidas on LinkedIn, but Condita, <laughs> CSOC, S-E-A-S-O-C-K. And I think it's under Condita Tocha CSOC and Tocha is my uh, grandfather's. Uh, I'm the last of the line of the Tocha. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will... I'm going to put the link in the show notes. All they have to do is tap and then they could come to you yeah. and perhaps leave you a message and find, you know, as to how they found out about you. So I'll, I'm happy to do that to make it easy. Thank you. This has been beautiful. Thank you. Well, you are beautiful, my friend. And I so appreciate your time today. Again, I'm so fortunate that I have you in my life and that I can now share you with others through this podcast. I hope you have an incredible day. You too. Enjoy all you do. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I could talk to Condita all day long, I, and I wish I had that opportunity, but I love listening to her wisdom. I love each and every interaction that I have with her and the people who I know she's touched. So here are my top three takeaways of today's episode. Number one, to be a better leader, we should think about being less selfish and move towards being selfless. So being selfish doesn't work well when you're a leader and you have to look within yourself to do what's best for the team. That is powerful, my friends. Number two, rather than being concerned with getting the credit, you should give the credit to someone else because you know what? Here's what she says. Once you move your career forward, the money, the awards, the accolades, they're all going to be there. They're all going to be there waiting for you, right? And number three, you can use discrimination as a chip on your shoulder or, or you can learn to ignore it, focus and push through it all while being a good person. I love that she shared that in her journey because a lot of us hold on to things, right? And we get in our own way. And I love how she says that so eloquently and gracefully. Here's your bonus takeaway, my friends. Regardless of your age, you can always improve and look at the value of life and what it brings to you. And Condita is a perfect example and role model for each and every one of us. So your challenge today, my friends, and within the next week, what can you do differently? 
What can you do differently today that supports others in their journey? My friends, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, it's just about been a year. And if you're thinking about starting a podcast of your own, I want to be there for you. I've created a course. I've even created a cheat sheet, if you will. And I have links in the show notes, a cheat sheet that is sold on Etsy. And guess what I've called it? I've called it the lifelong learner. It's just a cheat sheet that can help you get started. But I'm here for you because I've had so much joy in creating this this show and all the people that I get to meet and wait until you see who I have for season two. So let me know. Tap the links in the show notes. I am here for you. And I'm so, so grateful that you're here for me. My friends, I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please take a second right now and subscribe and share this with your friends too. And while you're there, leave a review with your biggest takeaway today. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Okay, my friends, embrace your superpower and wrap yourself in something that shows your confidence. I'll see you next time.